Hi guys, my name is Ryan Burke. I'm a fourth year creative multimedia student at LIT Clamwell and I'm going to be discussing chapter 9 of Kevin Kelly's book The Inevitable, which is titled Interacting. In the beginning of this chapter, Kevin reflects on his first experience using a virtual reality system. The system he used had a very complicated mechanic with many wires connecting to different computers as well as duct tape swimming goggles to see through. Kevin says he felt like he had seen the future whilst playing with the VR gear and Kevin, along with many others, believed that VR was going to take off during the mid-90s, or at least by 2000. However, VR didn't take off until 2015, and Kevin puts this down to the equipment being too expensive for consumers and early VR gear giving users nausea after prolonged use. Kevin then states that the growth of VR was boosted by smartphones, as they caused screen quality to rise and prices to drop, as well as them having the same effect on motion sensor technology. The first consumer VR models by Samsung and Google used a regular smartphone slipped into an empty head-mounted display. Kevin then states that there are two benefits which are propelling VR's rapid progression. The first of these is presence. According to Kevin, presence is what sells VR. He compares the development of VR to the development of Cinematech. He talks about how cinema introduced sound, then colour, eventually developing 3D technology and smoother frame rates. These trends are also being accelerated inside VR. Week by week, VR develops increases in resolution, frame rate jumps, deeper contrast, a widening colour space and sharpening of high fidelity sound. He then uses the example of light field projection, which is VR projected onto a semi-transparent visor, also known as augmented reality or AR. Currently, Microsoft are developing the HoloLens, implementing VR and AR into the workplace, creating virtual offices and 3D conferences. The second of these benefits is interacting. Kevin states that interacting is what will keep VR going. He cites gaze tracking, technology that is used in cars to track if the driver is getting distracted or drowsy, web design and app development to tell the developer which parts of their website are looked at the most and which are glossed over, and also phone screen navigation. This technology then developed to detect generic faces, and then to detect particular faces. According to Kevin, researchers at MIT are developing this technology to be able to detect human emotions. He states that this means devices with this technology will be able to adapt more to human needs and become much more interactive. An interesting quote from Kevin which summarises the point says, As we watch the screen, the screen is watching us, where we look and how we react. Kevin makes several predictions throughout the chapter. The first of these is that VR will soon triumph in movies. The technology is developing a lot faster than Cinematech, so the assumption is that it will eventually take over. The second is that VR will occupy a prime role in video games. This prediction is beginning to come true in the present day, with VR systems such as the Oculus and PlayStation VR becoming hugely popular in the gaming industry. He predicts that within the next decade, VR will be so realistic that it will be like looking through a window. He believes that the tech will have more senses, and in turn become more intimate and therefore more interactive. Finally, Kevin states that in the next 30 years, anything that is not considered intensively interactive will be considered broken. Overall, it was a very interesting chapter. Kevin makes some very good points with accurate predictions and cites interesting references to back up what he's saying. Some of what he says does seem a bit far-fetched at times, but it will be interesting to see how exactly VR and AR develop in the near future.